What's up, QAA listeners? The fun games have begun. I found a way to connect to the internet. I'm sorry, boy. Welcome, listener, to chapter 200 of the QAnon Anonymous podcast, the J.P. Sears episode. As always, we are your hosts, Jake Rokotansky, Gareth Reynolds, Dave Anthony, Julian Fields, and Travis View. And Dave Anthony. Dave, we got it. We already have it. (laughs) Dave has already ruined our birthday party. (laughs) Yes, you heard it here first. Today's a very special day, listener, because we are recording our 200th episode of QAA. Uh, unless you count the premium episodes and trickle down and various bonus episodes, which actually puts us probably around 400, which is a demented amount of content. But yeah, I know I that bad. the dollop boys are used to having just very high numbers and uh, just having this never end like a fucking shackle. Thank you. That's uh, right. Thank tied you. Tied to your leg. Thank you. And your podcast is like that. It's like a shackle tied to Thank my leg. Thank you. The time I listen yes. to it, drags you down. <laughs> Glad it feels like that for those listening and not just those doing. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, if we've learned anything from numerology, it's that numbers you read count. So uh, this is the 200th main episode. And um, to celebrate, we've got Dave Anthony and Gareth Reynolds of the Dollop podcast. I'm Dave Anthony. So welcome, boys. Nope, Dave, we got (laughs) that. That's the the third time now. Dave, we have it. He might be doing it on purpose. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> that's what happens. Um, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on record. I don't think that's the last time we heard that bit. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I got a feeling. We, I think we got a runner on our hands. He he figured out comedy. This is yeah. a callback. Yeah. And Dave is gonna be bringing yeah, it for all it's worth. You'll find that it's gonna not become funny at some point, and Dave will Dave will probably get it funny again. That's how many yeah, times push you'll it hear through. It. Uh, yeah, well, it is great to be here. So thank you very much for having us. This is uh, certainly feels like um, it's like your your show's like uh, our show, but today, and that's scary. <laughs> that's right. It's like if they solved none of the problems you guys brought up, and they added new ones. Yeah, that's right. You guys being comedians, I thought, hey, let's touch on the subject that I've been really trying to avoid for so long: the comedian known as J.P. Sears. And I think this will effectively end comedy forever today. I think we can put <laughs> it to bed and say, Good. no more fucking jokes. Good. <laughs> like after this, when the uh, conservative comedians say, like, you can't say anything anymore, it's because literally we'll, we'll cut the tongues out of every comedian and we'll bury them with the pharaoh deep in an Egyptian tomb. Uh, bring it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hurry. Let's go. So this guy, his full name is Jonathan Patrick Sears, and uh, he's also known, of course, by J.P. Sears. He started out as a life coach, became a self-help YouTube guru, then a comedian gently skewering New Age rhetoric, and finally a bitter, angry right-wing hack. <laughs> How do you start as a life coach? Uh, well, there's a cup. There's a there's a very short questionnaire uh, that you can fill out online. Yeah. Uh, they'll, they'll send you your certification, and then you can charge people thousands of dollars an hour to tell them to be themselves. Yeah, it means it means right off the bat, you're like, I can tell everybody how to do this. I'm yeah. doing this so fucking good. You need to have a real ego to be like, not only do I have my shit together, I can help you get yours. Like, there's. <laughs> It really is the job of nobody. There's nobody who has their shit together yeah. that much. Yeah, no. He he basically studied with this guy called Paul Check, who's like this bald, weird, uh, 
just pure muscle kind of guy mm-hmm. and he's all about medicine balls and he's also just has like a vaguely fascist vibe lots of mm-hmm. pseudoscience sure uh, kind of ho- holistic mm-hmm. approach supposedly mm-hmm. so yeah sounds like you boys are doing good and uh, before we jump in we have a couple of things to touch on first we've kicked off a new youtube series called messages from the vortex about our various explorations in the field the first episode is about my attendance of the secret space conference in grafton illinois with the only person available my wife Both my colleagues were unable to attend or did not want to. Wow. And the series is being directed and edited by Brad Abrahams, who made the fantastic documentary Love and Saucers and is our Inner Earth correspondent. You can find that at youtube.qanonanonymous.com. It's already up. Secondly, we have a bunch more tour dates this year. You can get tickets to watch QA live in Eugene, San Diego, Berkeley, Phoenix, Denver, Austin, Los Angeles, Philadelphia, Brooklyn, Washington, D.C., Toronto, Chicago, and Minneapolis, all of those in 2022. That's at tour.qanonanonymous.com. And finally, before everybody falls asleep during the plugs, we've got... <clears throat> I am wheezing. I need to stop smoking cigarettes. No, going <laughs> harder. Going harder. No, that's yeah, that yeah. was a good cough. Nice, nice. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> you don't need to stop smoking. No way. That sounded great. Sounds so healthy over here. (laughs) Finally, we've got new merch, which you can get at merch.qanonanonymous.com. You can find a t-shirt and a hoodie for the Moloch Owl Sanctuary. And we also got a tee that uh, is about being sorry, boy, that you found a way to connect to the internet. Patreon supporters get 10% off the merch and access to all our future videos, limited series like Trickle Down and the upcoming Man Clan, as well as an extra premium episode every week. All that for just five bucks a month. Patreon.com slash QAnon anonymous. All right, now that I've uh, basically done my shilling and grifting, uh, let's get into this shill and grifter, (laughs) J.P. Sears. So first off, I just wanted to start by showing both of you boys a contemporary picture of him. Oh my God. So you can understand why some are calling him Ron Weasley on human growth hormones. Oh yeah. He is, uh, he's pretty jacked, yeah. Uh, well, first of all, we can see his medicine balls, which I like. Um, <laughs> Are your is your thigh is your thigh supposed to be that big out to the side? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's side thigh. It, this looks like if a centaur were allergic to jorts. <laughs> <laughs> this looks like there was a toy that I had. In like the early '90s, it was a Terminator toy, and it was basically like a plastic endoskeleton. You know, the the mm-hmm. Terminator, and and then you pumped this like liquid, like liquid skin, uh, into this mold, and it would oh, I you know, know what you're talking likeness, about. Yes, yeah, make the likeness of Arnold Schwarzenegger, and then you could peel off pieces of this like fake, you know, this like fake skin, uh, and and reveal the sort of like skeleton underneath. But it never worked great. You know, there was yeah. always like really bad skin tags and like you know pieces that wouldn't slowly you know wouldn't form all the way and this reminds me of that this i need to go to the dermatologist (laughs) i think the most disturbing aspect of this is that he managed to get his like pubic area vascular like there's veins showing (laughs) yeah and he's also shaved them and he's wearing them low like britney spears it looks very it's one of those faces that looks photoshopped on a body yeah (laughs) i mean imagine getting into that kind of shape and still no one will fuck you (laughs) must have been such a shock for him well i've got bad news he has a child and a wife uh who i think just as demented as him and has taken this road to the right and um into conspiracy theories like 
along with him, it seems. She's still making videos with him, even though he's been really off the hook lately. Wow. I think he's got another one on the way in his quad. (laughs) (laughs) It looks like if you got a gremlin wet, like he's about to start popping like other JPs off of him. (laughs) Yes. This is like the early stage of the guy from Akira right before he explodes into like a a new kind of uh, flesh being. Oh, Oh, man. His wife's not ugly. Dave, what a uh, what a God. sweet compliment. <laughs> We're gonna have oh, to cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> like it should be it should be the equivalent in a lady, right? That's not have what you considered happened. that he's seductive and that he speaks well and makes good eye contact, maybe a firm handshake. Yeah. Those eyes are dead. Look at those eyes. They're <laughs> yeah. fucking dead. There's nothing behind them. It's dead lifting eyes. <laughs> yeah. So I wanted to also include a photo of JP from 2013 when he was still just a life coach. Oh, so man. Gareth, oh. you want to give us a take man, on this? It is quite like, it's interesting because you would probably want to mock this uh, look, but when you see the future, you're like, what a sweet little baby angel. It looks like <laughs> if Carrot Top never touched a prop. <laughs> <laughs> He's pure. He's pure ginger. <laughs> He looks happy. Yeah. He doesn't look dead in the eyes yeah. there. The eyes, the eyes have more life yeah. to them. Again, as a, a fellow ginger beard uh, subscriber, goatee, not our best look, but we'll <laughs> no. overlook that. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> yeah, before you accuse the podcast, we invited a ginger on just so we could make fun of J.P. Sears being one um, and right. still be covered by the general. You know? Yeah, he looks, he could have gotten, this, this guy could have gotten work as like Eric Stoltz's uh, stand-in. <laughs> yeah, yes. really. He yeah, <laughs> and Eric Stoltz would be kind of upset. Like this guy looks pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah this, it would be slightly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be slightly insult, insulting to Eric Stoltz. But he would go, yeah. "All right, I, I guess, I guess. All right. We're going to see him from the back. As he's my height. So I this guess. episode is about why we should get rid of gingers. Like, a, excuse me. Let. I don't think you need to do the bottom. I think the. W- I think the word is exterminate. Just say your name again. <laughs> Hey, I'm Dave Anthony. <laughs> there you go. All right, we're back. <laughs> so he's since uh, taken down his website, but uh, here is how he was describing himself um, and his, his coaching practice. Through the offerings of Inner Awakenings, J.P. Sears invites others to discover their source of authentic healing and growth by awakening to the light and shadow elements of their own hearts. What the fuck? <laughs> What the fuck is I the shadow it, element of your heart? It's like a, it's yeah. Jungian for sure. He's like a huge Carl Jung guy. Yeah, you Gareth, got shadow elements in your heart. Like, <laughs> well, I would say that on your podcast, the light element is definitely Gareth, and you are the shadow element. Dave. What the fuck just happened? <laughs> there you go. You, Dave. No, Anthony. you guys haven't heard the podcast, have you? <laughs> no, they've heard it. <laughs> the workshops teleclasses, and one-on-one coaching that are available here help guide individuals into the intimacy of their own self so they may bring reconciliation to emotional, mental, and spiritual wounds that otherwise bind them to pain, repetitive patterns of sabotage, and limited living. We invite you to consider that the genesis of authentic healing and self-growth is found within the individual. Could your journey of moving beyond the limits of your own thinking Wounding and hidden saboteur hinge on awakening your source of inner wisdom? I mean, this shit is primed for QAnon already. I mean, oh my God. Yeah, yeah, it really is. So much while saying so little. I think one of the funny parts is that 
he's like a lot less woo now. I mean, what happens is he gets stripped of all this new age stuff as he becomes like a right wing guy. Uh-huh. And he's now uh. he's now basically like what would happen if Ben Shapiro took uh, human growth hormones and started doing comedy. <laughs> well, I don't even think it's necessarily I, I think like the right wing transformation isn't great. But has he tried to consider that the genesis of his authentic healing and self growth could be found within the individual? I mean, I think to me, it's like his journey is moving beyond the limits of his own thinking. wounding, <laughs> And he's just got a hidden saboteur that's hinging on awakening the source of his inner wisdom. Honestly, it is disturbing how much of his early stuff just applies directly to him 10 years later. always with the projection you know what I mean it's like when the cult leader's like we can't fuck each other and he's fucking everybody (laughs) yes the programs services and information available via this site are intended to support your efforts to move beyond an inner and outer life dictated by attachment to the comforts of familiarity as you awaken to a life of deeper meaning and genuine contentment See, this is what happens when you don't have any actual like counseling training or like yeah. a, a degree in any kind. You end up saying shit like comforts of familiarity as you awaken to a life of deeper meaning and genuine content. This is what I hate about these life coach people is it's it's it all means nothing. Nothing. It, it yeah. literally it, it's just words. It's just words pasted together. Yeah, it's absolute garbage. Whether you are an individual looking to grow into new opportunities in your life, heal your suffering or you're in a helping profession looking to acquire new skills to work with clients in deeper ways, we hope you may find something on our site that will serve you well. See, that's his side thing is like he coaches other coaches. He's a life coach coach. Yeah, a life coach, life coach. That's weird because I'm a life coach, coach, coach. (laughs) (laughs) We've been looking for you. JP needs one of those. Yeah, he needs a coach for him, the coach of the coaches. So I'm having trouble coaching some of the life coaches. That's where I come in, JP. I'm a life coach, coach, coach. (laughs) So an article in the Charleston City paper uh, kind of explains how Sears became a life coach in the first place. Born in Toledo, Ohio, and raised in Bowling Green, Ohio, the internet sensation found the holistic lifestyle right after high school. When most people are finding the holistic yeah. lifestyle. <laughs> After spending, quote, all of a few months, end quote, at Bowling Green State University, Sears decided school wasn't for him. What caused his transition from drifting kid in his late teens to new age master was his interest in fitness. <laughs> Sears says that he loves sports and, ever since the age of 11, has tried to stay in shape, quote, I think that got me into the tip of the iceberg of the holistic lifestyle, which is fitness and nutrition, he says. From there, the doors into the other dimensions of a holistic lifestyle were just kind of natural to walk through. That's how you get into other dimensions? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody knows when you lift enough weight, a portal (laughs) will open in front of you, and you can can pass through into the fifth, uh, it's the sixth. There are other monsters there, but you you can also gain a lot of knowledge as well. Ah, uh, that would be amazing for someone to just break their squat and then a oh, finally! <laughs> Goodbye, 24-hour fitness! Whoa! I'm going into the nether realm. Oh, I'm off. <laughs> At the age of 18, Sears began studying holistic cultures, but didn't begin his training as a life coach until 2003. He attended Ohio Life Coaching School Journeys of Wisdom, where he still occasionally does training to keep his skills as sharp as possible. Sears says that the reason he became a holistic coach was a simple desire to care for others. Uh Uh-huh. Quote, 
The decision to be a life coach, the idea of helping people help themselves grow, heal, find more meaning in their lives, and step into their personal power as I do the same really appealed to me, end quote, says Sears. He moved to San Diego in 2004, where he began working as a professional life coach. I gotta go somewhere where people buy this absolute bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) I need to go near sand. I'm full of shit. He specializes in like flat brim cap dudes with uh, sandal calluses. Yeah, and like yeah. fox fox racing gear and um, Oakleys. Yeah, anyone on a scooter. <laughs> In 2013, still living on the West Coast, Sears began uploading videos to YouTube. It was all serious content centered around the holistic and new age lifestyles. Sears walked viewers through his advice on topics such as anger management, the importance of being vulnerable, and being good to yourself. So yeah, speaking of what you were saying, Jake, just kind of like, just be nice, be kind, believe in you. You have the power. You need to, see, I can do this. I can just make this shit up. Like, you need to awaken the sleeping potential inside of your inner healing to authentically actualize uh, the true soul beyond the outer shell of indifference and fear. You would last all of 10 minutes before you tried to sell someone a early a broken early access game with zombies in it. <laughs> yeah, that's my life coach. I try to buy I try to get you to buy unfinished PC games off of Steam. <laughs> Harmless, really. Uh, that would be gr- what a great an- I'm sorry, what? Do you, you need to buy these PC games to really kind of <laughs> tap into a lot of what I'm talking about? Yeah, no, okay. they have an integrated containers in it. Uh the loot is just kind of on the container. Yeah, no, it's 7 years into development. Sorry, I need to Buy this in order to fulfill my personal. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, and then we're gonna play together, and yeah, you're still gonna pay two... me for it. That's right. It's only seven dollars. gigs. It's only seven gigs. It won't take that long to download. <laughs> Wait until night falls, dude. The lighting is amazing. <laughs> so he didn't start. He started life coaching when he was 23. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Who once you know everything. Who the fuck is gonna go to a 23 year old life coach? Just imagine. Imagine being older than 23, listening to a 23 year old. I'd be like, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> It is very funny that he had clients. He he has a whole video that I didn't include where he has a bunch of different clients, you know, being like, he's so great. He helped me so much. <laughs> of course. So you just got to rock, man. Like, like, that's all it yeah. is. Like, it's just kind of about like being awesome and like rocking, you know, like you got to rule, you know, um, <laughs> <laughs> you just got to, the world's your oyster. You know, how everyone looks at you like you're young. No, I'm old. Oh, hmm. Oh. It's like you know you. that you know that girl at the bar who told you not to keep talking to her, dude. Dude, just go up to her and talk to her again, man. But this time, like, believe in yourself. You know, just talk to her <laughs> yeah. one more, t- two more times. You gotta want to fuck you in order to get others to want to fuck you. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. right. Back in 2013, JP only made serious videos. There was no comedy at that point. Here's a sample of what he talked about, which would turn out to be a pretty apt description of himself in the next 10 years. This is behind the smile. Yep. Okie dokie. Sounds like an orthodontics training video. (laughs) I'd like to ask you a question. Oh, my God. What is the pain behind your smile? Oh, what? What do you mean? Don't our smiles always mean we're happy? The Zen people would ask us to consider, what if nothing is as it appears? So have you ever considered, what is your smile made of? Is your smile made of authentic joy? Or is your smile made of hollowness, where your smile actually becomes a deflection to hide pain from other people, 
to hide pain from yourself. My experience is a smile can be a very convincing front so that we don't have to look at our we're gonna pain. Put the, we're going to put the bench over there. Where we wear this facade of a and smile. Then, uh, once we get the bench hey, in, over you? here we're going to put good. in. Uh, yeah, I'll be the gazebo. Is. Am I good? Uh, am I smiling and am I laughing so that I can gin- convince other people that life is good? Maybe most lethally, am I smiling and laughing so that I can convince myself my life is good when in fact it's becoming a mechanism of denial where my smile and laughter become the very sword I slaughter myself with. If our smile is used for self-medication, what if it means we're smiling on the outside while dying on the inside? That medication has some serious side effects. Because if it's what I use to hide my pain from myself, then the pain that needs my help to heal it and feel it, remedy it, rebalance it, reconcile it, I can't get to it if I hide it from myself through my smile. It's like if my pain were a drowning man. There he is in the uh, swimming pool, and I put the pool cover over the the surface of the pool. He can't get out. He can do nothing but drown. My life is like The Sims, where I put my sim in a pool and then remove the ladder. <laughs> there is almost too much to break down in that. Yeah. yeah. First of all, it's like a guy. It's like uh, it's like listening to a guy give advice who got hit by a shovel when he was four. Well, it's so clear that he's not doing well. And so he's not like, at all. how do you control yourself when you're not doing well? It's like, are you in the position to like, it's like a drunk guy being like, here's how to get sober. Yeah, <laughs> There's a couple of middle-aged contractors the, followed by geese at one point in that video. fucking yeah. is off the charts. I mean, there is like, he picked the worst spot worst. in time. And then he puts up the thing that says, rain plus wind equals bad hair day. It's like, okay, so if you're this highly elevated thinker who isn't mired in the superficialities and you've sort of gotten yourself to this higher presence in mind, I don't think you would think be talking about how your hair's frizzy. No. Yeah, I think and you'd you're be worried about like the buzzards circling over your head that yeah. are like waiting for you to pass <laughs> or, away or, so yeah, they can pick or, you apart. Or the contractors. <laughs> the contractors who are like, yeah, this guy, hopefully he gets out of here soon so we can start building this footpath. <laughs> <laughs> this was this was during his visit to Sweden, too. So he's like in a foreign oh. country and he goes to a park and he's like, I'm going to be the American guy filming myself in this park. Ugh. It's just terrible. <laughs> Everyone hates us for so many reasons, but among them that. I love people who are just clearly dumb, but have, but have been doing a lot of thinking, and and they think they have a lot to say, but it just comes out dumb because they're fucking dumb. There's nothing going on here. He's there's no smarts. He he's not capable of of ever doing anything intelligent. To me, he comes off immediately as like unnerving, like passive aggressive, as if. Everything he's saying kind of applies perfectly to him. Like his smile yeah, yeah. is so pained and weird. Like he's wearing, I don't know, like a mask. And it kind of fits with like what he said on his website where, or what he said in that article where he said, like, I wanted to learn to care for people. Like I wanted to learn to feel something yeah. in the presence of yeah. others because right now it's just a hollow pit. For me, there's like an insane loneliness to him that just kind of emanates through his eyes and his fixed stare. 
Yeah, it's like seeing, like, like it is knowing where this goes as far as his body. This is the origin story. And you're sort of like, oh, it's, this is not going to go great. Yeah, you know how, like, they say comedians are, like, all, like, kind of sad clowns inside? Well, this is, like, the sad clown before he even tries to be funny. Yeah. It's like, I could yeah. actually just teach people about spirituality or whatever. Um, yeah. Well, and if like you're so locked in and have such command over your own emotions and stuff, like why do you need like five edits in your video? Yeah, you know, like it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, like can't you do it? In, can't you do it in one take, my guy? Like you, you are, you are the wizard. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I was swearing. A l- I was shouting, "Shut the fuck up, geese!" A lot. <laughs> It'd be funny if that text came up. It'd be like lots of geese shouting equals more edits. Like we like frowny face, <laughs> smiley face. Sometimes you have to smile to hide the fact that you just killed the family of geese because you were trying to make a video. <laughs> Swedish don't like me equal frowny face. Aww. So for about a year, JP only made videos like the one I just played. Just fixing the camera, giving this kind of boilerplate pseudo-spiritual advice that he read out of books probably like the week before. And uh, he would talk about you know, how to communicate authentically, handle negative thinking, heal a broken heart, lose weight, build self-confidence, become vulnerable, all this kind of stuff. And then near the end of 2014, he turned to comedy. And this oh, led... God to his first viral video. Oh, no. How to be ultra-spiritual, in parentheses, funny, with J.P. Sears. So he had to label it so that his you know, followers would be like, oh, it's right. comedy. It's not really just him doing him. <laughs> That's how so it works. This video skewered the very stuff he had previously been promoting. The caption below the video tries to soften the blow for his audience who are all into what he's now criticizing. Perhaps the ability to laugh at ourselves and not take ourselves too seriously is what increases our spiritual growth. All right. Are you ready for some comedy? I don't think Um, I am. I think we're all ready to laugh right now. I think that's... (laughs) Uh, I can't wait. That guy being funny. I'm J.P. Sears. I'm ultra-spiritual. And I'm going to teach you how to be ultra-spiritual today. First, what you need to understand is being ultra-spiritual has nothing to do with actually being spiritual because no one even knows what that actually is. Being ultra-spiritual means you look spiritual. So let's get started. Practice competitive spirituality. Silently slash passive-aggressively, you're going to want to compare how spiritual other people are to yourself. Judging other people to be less spiritual than you makes you a better person than them. And that's exactly what makes you more spiritual than them. Hey, Kevin. Do you see how unconscious that guy is? Jerk. Claim to be using your intuition when you're actually thinking about things. In fact, you're gonna wanna announce this to people every chance you get because false intuition isn't true intuition until you get other people to believe that your false claims are actually true. Hey, Deanna, my intuition just told me to give you a call. No, I, I, I didn't see that you had called me. Talk about energy. 
you're going to want to integrate this into all your conversations. It'll seem meaningless to other people because it is. But don't let that stop you, though. I love energy. I love chi. I love prana. I love life force. I love auras. I love chakras. It's all vibration. I'm laughing. Lots of giggles. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, it's like he's dead inside. Yeah, he's dead inside and like. Yeah, he's skewering the exact stuff that he's selling, like all the, the, yeah. the kind of schools of thoughts he, he's into. And he's like, well, what if I criticized in like a really weird deadpan way the exact stuff I do believe in, but I did it with like a funny little sh like chiffon bandana with some flowers in it so people understood that this is an exaggerated version of me. I think part of the comedy comes from at the beginning of my edits, you can see somebody move by the camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it happens twice. Actu actually, the shoulder of uh, my wife uh, getting out of the way of my video is probably one of the funniest things I've ever seen. He loves to do that. It's my wife leaving me. <laughs> <laughs> he loves to like pretend to like not know he was about to film. Like, hey, are you ready? Like, but he it's all staged. It's fucking crazy. Well, I mean, I think we can. I'll agree that he can act. So. Yeah. Funny funny guy playing all the roles. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, maybe he's not the best writer, but the acting is off the charts. Some people aren't meant for comedy. You know, they're just meant for straight stage drama. I think, yeah. like, like, new age people just were craving making fun of themselves or being allowed to a little bit. Uh, That's so why much this did that well? Yeah, like it went viral, like properly. Really? This went viral. Yeah. See, yeah. that's that. Uh, so in reality, my my beef is not with JP. My beef is with everybody who watched it and shared it. <laughs> They're the fucking. But you expect dog shit to get made. Just yeah. the people sharing the dog shit are really major yeah. problems. No, this is like the guy who does two minutes at the open mic every week. It's the same two minutes, and you feel sorry for him. And he never goes anywhere. But instead, this guy immediately had success on YouTube. He's doing the Tonight Show. Yeah. Well, yeah. not. <laughs> but like, yeah, <laughs> like articles were written about this shit. And like, he built oh a big God. ass listenership. Ugh. Yeah. Jesus God. It's, he's so fucking monotone and dead while doing it. And it's not like deadpan comedy. It's just, there's nothing there. Dave, yeah, we already agreed dead. he can act. So I don't, you know, we all agreed his yeah, acting is good. True. His character work is fantastic. Clearly. He reminds me of Robin Williams, like a, like a ginger yes. Robin Williams. <laughs> yes, yes. All the voices. Yeah, just the oh. range. The range, the, the, the humor, the, the uh, charisma. The characters are see, incredible. I didn't see the time code on that, but that was 45 minutes, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> About five years later, after racking up millions of views and becoming Ugh. a YouTube star, JP would reflect on his newfound comedy success. So here's him kind of looking back on the beginnings uh, in that same Charleston City paper article. One of the most consistent questions thrown at viral video star and proud Charlestonian JP Sears is, quote, are you serious? <laughs> Please don't be. Known for his satirical, quote, How to Be Ultra Spiritual series on YouTube and Facebook, Sears has accumulated millions of views with viral hits like How to Be Gluten Intolerant and If Meat Eaters Acted Like Vegans. But it's not just his serious delivery of ludicrous content that confuses people. Sears is a satirist of New Age culture. Oh, no, they called him a satirist? Yeah, yeah satire. they did. <laughs> it's a satire. 
a devout believer in it and a holistic coach, even making a separate series of videos where he gives sincere holistic advice on everything from relationships to depression to meditation. The ultra-spiritual series seemingly lampoons the life that Sears lives and promotes. Confused yet? The YouTube star explains it a little better. I needed it for self-therapy because so much of the New Age culture and New Age practices are a part of my life and a very beneficial part of my life. Yet there's another side to the beneficial coin for everything, says Sears. The comedic ultra-spiritual videos are an example of public self-reflection, where Sears mocks his own self-righteous tendencies through laughter in the hopes of humbling himself. I was finding myself having egotistical agendas oh and judgments God. hiding within the New Age and spiritual practices. The videos and the book, How to Be Ultra-Spiritual, became a way for me to shine the light of awareness on the shadow side of me, he says. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh what God. the I'm fuck? never. I'm boycotting the Charleston City paper. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what sucks about these sessions I do with other people? The other people. I would like this to be all about me. <laughs> uh. Yeah, it sounds like what happened really is that he found himself in a situation in which he resented uh, all his new friends. He resented what he believed. He resented mm -hmm. the community he found himself in, and so he decided to express this resentment through satire and really he just fucking hated everyone he surrounded himself with yeah yeah, yeah 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 no i totally think it's like an expression of his passive aggressive hatred for everything he stood for and everyone around him because the shift is so easy for him later on like it goes so smoothly even though it contradicts everything he's previously said that that is kind of the only remaining explanation well if you're if you're trying to get other people to fill these kind of deep holes inside of themselves and then you basically cure yours by having a successful YouTube channel you're probably not the moral superior that people were pretending. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if your whole thing is like, I need depth and I need to expand my, oh, I got millions of views? Oh, fuck that. I'll just do this. Yeah, this is not the guy <laughs> I would want helping me with my depression. No. No, yeah. this is the guy you hire to be like, I want to be depressed. <laughs> <laughs> Through about 2019, JP alternated between these two modes, promoting New Age self-help and making fun of it. He would indicate the comedy videos by wearing the chiffon bandana I mentioned with flowers coming out of it. And because he found viral success through the ultra-spiritual comedy shtick, he just started pumping out dozens of them. Here's one where he mocks the idea that gangster rap is spiritual. So in this, he's shirtless. Uh, he has thug life written over his belly in a marker, which is a reference to Tupac Shakur, who died in 1996. <laughs> and his video was made 19 years later in 2015. Uh, he's similarly contemporary in the choice of rap he skewers, a 1988 track from N.W.A. Oh, my Lord. So get ready for this. This is, this is like, yeah, this, this one is just straight up boomer shit repackaged. <laughs> straight out of Compton. Okay. Easy as his name and the boy's coming. Straight out of Compton is a brother that'll smother your mother. The greatest source of spiritual insight is found in the lyrical poetry of gangster rap. And I'm going to help you find it. Let's look at the doctrine Straight Outta Compton by N.W.A. Straight out of Compton, crazy motherfucker named Ice Cube. In this great line, Ice Cube is using Compton to represent duality, the illusional nature that is human existence. Crazy motherfucker named Ice Cube. Ice cube symbolizes frozen, stillness, the absolute. So what Mr. Cube is advocating we do is come straight out of duality. 
into the stillness, contentment that is our absolute reality, the non-duality, straight out of Compton. When I'm called off, I gotta saw it off. Squeeze the trigger and body all Squeeze the trigger. This is Ice Cube advocating you to open your third eye and bodies are hauled off. What Ice Cube is telling us is when we open our third eye, we transcend the limitations of our body, the five sense limitations of our body, and open to the new reality brought to you only through your third eye. Oh my God. It's so bad. <laughs> no. It's just so, like, it's oh. so bad. It's so bad. It's so, it's so bad. Starting with a guy <laughs> just trying to figure out how he can do a video where he doesn't have his clothes on so he can show off his body. And <laughs> yeah. then he clearly looked in a mirror and wrote Thug Life with a pen. Or worse, he had one of his family members do it. Oh. Uh. Yeah. It's, it's so fucking bad. It's so bad. It's so fucking dumb. Honey, I'm making a video. Um, would you take this Sharpie and write Thug Life? Um, if you could make the eye look like a bullet, um, that would be really cool for the video. Oh, it's so bad. It's like... It's painful. It, it it's feels painful. painful. It feels to me almost like he actually believes this. Like he was listening to this and he was like, oh, I wonder what like Cube is like really talking about. Maybe he's talking about getting out of the duality. And then he's like, I should make a video about that for my spirit. And he's like, mm, could be make it could be made fun of. Better do it on my comedy, you know, on my comedy series instead. Just just to save face in case people don't get it. I think I could tell you the exact genesis of how this happened. He went to a party, he heard someone in his spiritual community. Like, show him some music. And they were like, yeah, I know that this isn't exactly like the kind of stuff that we talk about all the time in our fucking yoga classes, but it, I like it. And he's like, okay, what if, you know, gangster rap, but like, uh, you know, explained with the dumb spiritual language sarcastically. So then he went home and he typed in gangster rap. And the first thing that popped up was the Tupac Shakur image. He got the fucking writing from there. And the first like track that came up was... NWA straight out of Compton. And he was like, this one. And that was probably the first time he ever listened to any rap, is what I think. Computer, what is gangster rap? <laughs> <laughs> I, need, I need to write satire. Uh, yeah, I'll take a track that's like 25 years old. This is going to definitely be great. A good sell-in with the people who probably watch this, which is like 55-year-old women. Yeah, right. Who are like, I, I've heard this song. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think that in order to do like, you know, good like parody or satire, you have to have at least a level of affection or interest or deep involvement in sort of the subject that you're satirizing. But he has contempt both for sort of spiritual language and gangster rap yeah. as evident by his sort of his lack of familiarity with uh, the, the, the way he's talking about. Yeah, total lack of familiarity. Well, and I mean, I don't know, but if you watch the way that he kind of raps along with the lyrics, it seems like he's pretty comfortable, though. <laughs> I mean, he was, he was, that was like, uh, I mean, just <laughs> every part of that. Yeah, he probably did like a whole shoot with a song where he got to say the N-word and then his wife's uh, like, no, don't do it. <laughs> he's like, but yeah, honey, the happy. N-word's the funny part. <laughs> uh, I'm white. I'm white. It's wrong. <laughs> I am translucent. I am a see-through rapper. <laughs> I'm actually not real at all. I'm being projected on a scrim. I'm the Tupac hologram. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so by 2018, he was doing comedy about people who want to become Instagram famous by uh, wearing a bikini, which once again comes back to this obsession he has with his own body that we'll see throughout this. Now, by this point, his earnest self-help material was all but gone from his YouTube feed. The old J.P. Sears had become consumed by his sarcastic persona. So I hope you're ready for this. Another boomer-level hack oh comedy video. Getting famous for the sake of being famous while having no talent and delivering zero value to the public is a goal that inspires millions of Instagrammers. This used to be a reality TV show luxury reserved for a few select trust fund children of people who have actually accomplished something with their lives. Luckily, that's all a thing of the past. Now Instagram gives everyone who hasn't accomplished anything a chance to be famous. There's just seven key things you need to know to build a massive Instagram following so you too can become Instagram famous. So listen carefully. Practice thong-based self-objectification. If you want to be Instagram oh, famous, God. then approximately 100% of all photos you put on Instagram should be of you in a thong. No oh, exceptions. Because you don't have anything helpful to say to give people a good reason to follow you, just engage their primal sexual instinct by showing them as much of your body as you can get away with. And now you'll have them as followers, thanks to your willingness to objectify yourself. Use Instagram stories to share behind-the-scenes footage of your made-up life. The purpose of Instagram stories is to chronicle your mundane life in a way that's exciting and accurately portrays the truth in a fictional enough way to make you seem more interesting than you actually are. Oh my gosh, everyone, I just finished a photo shoot. Now I've got to fuel up on these exciting greens. This helps people feel more connected to you and helps <laughs> you grow your following faster than a cancerous tumor. Do owl-like poses. For photos, instead of standing like a normal human being who's developed the motor control to stand in an anatomically correct posture, you'll want to twist your body around like an owl. According to scholarly logic, torquing your back to an exciting degree of discomfort is clearly the most effective way for you to face the camera for a photo. Oh, fuck. I mean, it I is... I to watch hours of this. It, it's... It, I, it's... I'm sorry. I, we're all sorry. It's just... <laughs> I had to watch not The West okay. Wing. It's that that's somehow I mean, what I hate is this one. I'm like, I understand more why people like it hacks. It is the dumbest, but it's dumb. I can see people. <laughs> I this is the first one. I'm like, oh, I could see people like sharing this. So he's like, and also if that's his house, I'm starting to get fucking mad. If he's now, his wealth <laughs> is getting to like, thing. that yard is now like, all right, asshole. Like this is like remodeled. It's, he's clearly making money. Ugh. Yeah. And he is for the listener in a thong, like the whole time showing his ass and yeah. all that stuff. And it's a, a bikini beautiful top. backyard. It's a beautiful backyard. There's a pool. Thought you were going a different way with that. It's uh. <laughs> it's a beautiful it's a pale. ass. <laughs> it's a beautiful ass. It's a beautiful ass. Oh. I'm like, what the fuck is this guy complaining about? He's got a big pool and like a, it looks like a nice barbecue pit and a and a little uh, a little fire mantle. Like what? The, the entire fuck? joke is just like your 45 year old like uncle being like, yeah, you know the Kardashians. All they do is show their ass, and that's why they're famous, and they have no talent. And that's it. That's the whole concept of his fucking video. Yeah, he thinks he's deconstructing Instagram, and it's like, no, you're saying the obvious fucking shit. 
Yes, and also trying to smuggle an objectification of himself into yes. the content yes. where he basically skewers objectifications. There are a lot of comics who will do that sort of stuff, who like on Instagram will be like, I'm being funny <laughs> without my shirt on. It's like, here's how it works. If you don't have if you have a big belly and your shirt's off, you're being funny. If you have abs and your shirt's off, we're not laughing. We hate no, you. It's not funny. It's not There's funny. Nothing funny about working out all day and then being like Wow, this is uh, ironic that I'm doing this. Oh, people at the beach are like this. (laughs) (laughs) JP's constant use of sarcasm in every single video that we'll be watching is uh, is kind of ironic, considering he made this video about sarcasm in 2015. If you look at the word sarcasm, it comes from the Greek word sarcasmos. I don't know if I'm saying that right. I'm not Greek. I don't even know what I am. I know. But sarcasmos, it means to tear flesh. So, of course, sarcasm is often painful on us because it's like we're getting our emotional flesh torn. Hmm. The one expressing sarcasm, whether that's me or it's you, the one expressing the sarcasm is typically expressing it out of a place of pain. That's why when we watch people be sarcastic, even if they're not directing it towards us, it can feel uncomfortable and kind of even painful for us to watch them because their sarcasm is actually an expression of their pain, how their flesh has been torn and how they feel wounded inside. Yet they're not sitting there saying, boy, I sure feel wounded right now. No, they're expressing their torn flesh through sarcasm. So essentially sarcasm that we're witnessing is a symptom of a person's deep pain most of the time. So that can be why it feels uncomfortable watching someone be sarcastic. And of course, that explains why it's uncomfortable on us when we're the one receiving the sarcasm. Because not only are we seeing them essentially symptomatically express their pain, but it's being projected onto us. Why would a person do that? And why, why do you and I do it when we're sarcastic some of the time? If I can perpetrate you with my sarcasm, you know, my deep pain inside my torn flesh, if I can project that onto you, inflict pain on you, then I get to own the illusion that I'm in the power of the perpetrator. I caused you pain. Yes, you did. So that was a that was a subtweet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty he, much. Yeah, he, he was talking to someone. <laughs> Bring back the directly thong. That's at what Dave. I say. Dave, yeah. have you considered just being sad instead of making sarcastic jokes? Because that would be much funnier and more honest in a way. God. Damn. Yeah, stop stop perpetrating people, Dave. <laughs> yeah, I, honestly, I mean that was ama- amazing that he kept it. Yeah, it's, I perpetrated it's onto up. you. Uh huh. I'm gonna uh-huh. listen. Uh huh. I believe the word you're looking for is penetrate, but uh-huh. close uh-huh. enough. Uh-huh. Close uh-huh. enough. He is so fucking boring, and the way yeah. he talks yeah. is so monotonous. Mm-hmm. You know, there are so many like people who you see who I'm like, oh, I find them annoying. But they're like, there's like energy and like, they're like, I, again, like I'm not like, there's tons of people I'm like, oh, I, 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 I hate watch what you do. But I do find like, I understand why you're 
you're fooling people into thinking that you're funny. This is just like so. This is like a, this should be like a high school librarian uh, like management video. Yeah, <laughs> you know it's it's interesting watching him because it is just pure pain, and there is like you said, there's like no personality kind of coming through it because all of it is like life coaching shit where right. metering your voice, talking calmly, staring in the eyes gives the illusion of, you know, this guy's got his stuff together. Yeah, but for right. comedy, it's like horrible. And he just, so all he does is go, well, what if I spoke this exact way, but I dressed weird and it was sarcastic? Yeah. And it's like, damn. And it worked. Uh, and it worked. Somehow, Look at his it, yard. somehow it fucking worked. Yeah. No, his house is nice and it keeps getting nicer. He also feels like he's been watching a lot of, um, uh, oh God, Jordan Peterson. Oh, uh, literally, absolutely has. Very and true. He brings it up at some point. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, very painful to watch. And there's no, there's no pleasure in watching him. Uh, and he essentially, like, you can basically, he's one of those great YouTube channels that folds on itself where you can just watch the beginning and the end. And it's like it's talking, <laughs> they're talking to Dude, each other. They're, they're... <laughs> <laughs> About a year after that video, Sears stopped life coaching entirely to dedicate himself fully to being an online content creator and comedian. Great. And uh, his content at that point basically was almost all comedy. Once in a while, he'll still do one of these like earnest videos, but he'll warn you. And he still, throughout this, he still wants to say what he believes because he thinks it's so smart. But his new age stuff starts to get mixed up with reactionary takes. So he complains about political correctness and female uh -oh. empowerment while supporting stuff like Standing Rock and criticizing masculinity. And his comedy bits start to feel like thinly veiled complaints as well. So, like, here he is basically bitching that Facebook doesn't show his posts to all the people who like his page. As a creator, I've been in a long-term relationship with Facebook's algorithm for many years now. And you could say it's been a bit of a love-hate relationship with her. Let me tell you about our history together. All right, let's get at this, Facebook. Hi, JP. I'll show your post to everyone who's a fan of your page. That makes sense. What? Pretty straightforward. What? Nobody's seen my stuff anymore. What the hell? Do you want to include a picture with your post? I don't know. Do you want me to use pictures? I don't know. Can't you just tell me what you want? I shouldn't have to tell you. Fine, I'll use pictures. Alright, that is what you wanted. Why isn't this working anymore? My organic reach sucks compared to what it was. I don't like pictures anymore! But you said you wanted pictures! If you loved me, you'd give me videos! I don't understand you! Pretty please! As you wish, dear. I love it! Lots of people are seeing my videos. Wait, why aren't you caring about my videos anymore? I don't like external links, JP. Okay, I won't use external links. Jeez. I'll upload videos natively. Okay, things are working again. All my fans can see my videos. This is beautiful. This is all I ever really wanted. Thank you. Wait, now why aren't you showing my videos oh, to anyone? God. I thought I was giving you what you wanted. I changed my mind. You're manipulating me! I want you to do live videos now, <laughs> JP. Why can't you make up your mind about what you want from me? Oh, my God. Wow. You know how bad He's... it has to be for me to be like, I'm on Facebook side? <laughs> <laughs> it's insane how many 
right-wing reactionaries the Facebook algorithm has made just by being itself, just by yeah. having people create content and then they go crazy looking at the numbers? Oh my God. Again, it's like, even, I mean, it just feels eight times longer than it is. Yeah. No, no, no. Well, yeah. Unbearable. Yeah, I've aged five years yeah. since we've started this episode. We're nowhere near a third through. I have oh a ginger goatee. Oh my God. <laughs> The worst, the worst part too is that he's circling like his likes and views. Oh, it yeah. makes it yeah. just even, yeah. even worse to so be pathetic. to be like nobody. Oh, oh six hundred likes. Oh, no, oh twenty five thousand likes. That's better, you know. Oh God. What every- if my computer was an annoying woman made out of a can, a fake candle? You know that what that candle voice <laughs> is in a bikini. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be the only guy who was just looking at his arms, though, right? Amazing. No, no you're no. like, it's, uh, it's so very, it's just, yes, it's effective. <laughs> he's just like, he's like a Venn diagram of all the bullshit it takes to get views. But yeah. it's not, yeah. it's not good. So if you guys were already annoyed with him, what if oh, we God. added the concept that being your authentic, weird self is actually going to help you, uh, <sighs> even though people aren't reacting well to your content. You know, there's a defensive mechanism being set up here. So he printed this T-shirt that he was selling to people that just said weird AF. And he wants <laughs> to make you understand just how weird he really is. No, no, so this, no. This video no. title... The, no. Wait, I'm fucking no. begging Don't you to stop. You, you no. said before this started we were allowed to pass on one video if we didn't like how it sounded. That was the rule. We're taking our pass. This is what we want our pass. Dave, I'm sorry. Dave sounds like a man who is being like dragged to the uh, like the execution <laughs> chamber, going like, "Wait, no, I'm, stop!" I'm sorry, Gareth. I can't do that. No, no, no. no. Weird candle. We're gonna watch all the videos. No, I'm tied up. No, this is like the Clockwork Orange. Show me what they showed him. <laughs> The video title is, quote, getting dangerously weird on purpose. And oh, he, God. I can't describe oh, no. how annoying this is. This makes no. cards for humanity or cards against humanity or whatever seem really cool and edgy comparatively. So he opens the video wearing a Pope hat, very weird, and he's baptizing his dog in a bowl of water on his kitchen sink. And uh, of course, the animal seems distressed by this. Oh, no. Weird. Yeah. And uh, then he pivots to plugging a webinar. <laughs> Watch me abuse my pet and then sign up for my webinar. Uh, that uh, is you like weird. this content? That is weird as fuck. Get my newsletter. Wally, you will not be a sinner anymore. Come on. Come on. Come on. There you go. There you go. Yeah, good boy. Oh, hey there. I was just baptizing my dog so he can go to heaven now. Don't shake all that off. That's holy water. Hey, I wanted to let you know I think one of the biggest diseases that infects humankind is normalcy. I gave a (laughs) TED Talk not too long ago, and then I said just that. I think normalcy is the biggest disease that infects humankind, but the real problem is what that disease does to us. Man, I think it holds us back. I think when we 
Look at how we live our lives, most of us. It's like we're dedicated to the religion of being normal. And I think it doesn't serve us anymore. I think being normal, we do that because we think, well, I need to be normal to kind of get ahead. Make people like me. Make people want to hire me. Make people... That, that noise. But I don't think it works anymore. I think being normal is actually what limits us. It's what caps our potential. It's what dims our light. And I think we live in a new time. I think 2019 is the year of the weird. I think letting our unique weirdness out used to be the enemy, but now I think it's what allows us to get ahead in life. I don't know about you, but I look at myself and the, the best things that have happened to me, meeting my wife, getting married, my comedy career taking off, the best things that have happened to me are a result of me breaking out of the shell of normalcy and letting my unique weirdness out. And the world responds, my wife responds. I met her, oh yay! So I think weirdness is what helps us get ahead in life, but it's not that easy. We, a lot of us don't know how to let our weirdness out. We might not even know what it is, where to find it. So that's why I'm going to put on a free webinar for you. I want you to sign up if you want to be on it. I'm going to teach you my three-step process for discovering, awakening, and applying your weirdness to your no. life. It's called How to Weaponize Your Weirdness to Get no, Ahead. So you can you. click the button on this video to join me. Go fuck yourself. Dave, it's not live. You're not at the webinar. I'm going to fucking weaponize my weird. Go fuck yourself. Uh. You fucking idiot. You put on a fucking Pope hat, you bag of dicks. Jesus Christ. What You're Dave's not trying weird. to say, Dave's trying to ask how he got all that good stuff in just one take. <laughs> how are there no cuts? What the fuck? What was he doing with his hands in the holy water? <laughs> I don't so, know. I have so many I things to say. Oh, One, God. that the backsplash uh, in uh, his kitchen, very nice. Too it's nice. It's clear he's got a kitchen island, which means you're rich. If you've got an island in your kitchen, you're doing mm. all right. And three horrible merch. The 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 font on the weird AF. The Terrible. color the color blue. The tail on the A going under the F makes it look like an E. So the shirt actually looks like it's reading weird A E, uh, which people might mistake for the arts and entertainment <laughs> channel. Okay. You yeah. know, weird <laughs> it's an app. <laughs> I completely agree. With all of that and the backsplash, unbelievable! It's, the, it's those ba it's the baby tiles. That's just not that's labor yep. intensive work. This guy does not deserve a kitchen that nice. I I just nope. this content does not warrant uh, that kind of 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 a uh, set uh, decoration, if you will. Sounds he like you should a be too normal. eating eggs from a bag in a car. <laughs> 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 Should not have a backsplash. Yeah, yeah. Hard-boiled eggs out of a plastic bag. Everyone yeah. smells it. Everyone hates you. Yeah, and that's and that's where you are. He should have a pet rodent, not a nice dog. He was getting bigger and bigger. The dog's so cute and richer. Doesn't, doesn't deserve to and be there. Richer. Ugh, it just shows. By February 2019, Sears is opening a video by putting down a book he's been reading called. 
The Twelve Rules for Life, which was written by weepy right-wing pseudo-intellectual oh Jordan God. Peterson. God damn it. He's also promoting a new t-shirt for his fans that says, I'm offended. Oh, my God. No, Here it no. is. Here yummy turn. The yummy Here turn. Here we fucking go. <laughs> he's, been the, he's been reading the comments <laughs> on his fucking uh-huh. YouTube channel. Yeah. And yeah. turning yep. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's also starting to make fun of pronouns. <laughs> oh, man. Gender no. stuff. Oh, and, of course, wow. cancel culture. Oh, yeah. All three remain staples for hack comedians to this day. That's why you can't put on a Pope hat. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. So this Hold is February. On. This is February of 2019. Oh, yeah. And in the last video, he says 2019 is the year of weirdness. Yep. So that must have been made in like early yeah. January because new year, new weird, new me. It's like around the same time. Wow. Yeah. He's like, Something I'm weird, happened. but I'm also kind of angry now. I need to clean up my room. Uh, this is exciting. You go through weird. Once you pass through weird, you <laughs> then you get to offended and angry. Well, he lifted some weights and then a portal opened and he went through weird and got to offended. <laughs> yeah. With the outrage culture we live in, what's the one thing we need more of? That's right. More people getting more offended more of the time. But did you know three out of four adults suffer from a condition known as offensive dysfunction disorder or OD? A condition that leaves them completely incapable of getting offended like a normal healthy adult. Now I've never gotten my medical degree but I identify as a doctor so you can trust me when I say offended dysfunction disorder is just like erectile dysfunction except more shameful. With OD, one or more of the following underlying conditions leaves the person incapable of getting offended. Conditions like being a nice person, minding your own business, having an open mind, inner peace, kindness, and self-responsibility. Gross. If you've been suffering from OD, luckily now there's hope with my new I'm Offended shirts. Treating your condition with my new limited edition I'm Offended shirts will help you get past your embarrassing disease and help you start getting offended about literally anything. That's nice. It's real nice. It's, uh... So this is why stand-up comedy is good, because... These kind of fucks go on stage for three years, don't get a laugh, and then they go away. They're not supposed to be doing this. Correct. And now that they get to make videos, they can find a few dickheads out in the world who enjoy it. Lowest common denominator, fucking terrible comedy. Like, just so... The the thing... I'm offended by the obviousness and the fucking simplicity that comes out of this fucking dickhead's brain, and he thinks Uh. it's comedy. It's fucking atrocious. Dave, if I was there, I'd jack you off. That's how good that was. <laughs> <laughs> that is so exactly right. I mean, and and you know, it's like I was talking about this earlier. Like the you know, you go at, with your online shit, you go where the heat is. So if you're seeing in your comments as this guy clearly is doing, he's seeing people like complain about these things 
uh, you know, talk about how just fueling this fire. So it's one hand washing another, like the holy water bowl, where it's like, because he's talking about this, this brings the people who are going to egg him on. And now you're just talking about it's just he's going to keep going where that heat is and get more and more into like the look, they're trying to take our freedoms away from us direction. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Dave brought up a point that I've been uh, furious about for for years now, which is the idea that um, the Internet has has uh, taken away the the gatekeeper of content. You're absolutely right. The solution uh, to uh, you know stopping this kind of comedy dead in its tracks uh, is a live room filled with people. Yeah. You know, real yeah. real people. That's that's what it, you know. You used to have to be good. You had to earn it. But now <laughs> everybody everybody can just upload their shit. There's no uh, you, you know person at the comedy store going eh. You know what? Not ready yet. Keep doing in a couple, you know, open mics uh, at this, you know, at the submarine sandwich shop on Hollywood Boulevard. Maybe one day you'll be ready. But now you can bypass all that and mm-hmm. find any dickhead who's also lazy enough to not go out and see real comedy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Totally. Drives me drives me nuts. This is aged you so, like yeah, twenty years <laughs> easily. Yeah. Letting everybody have have a shot to have their voice heard turns out was a bad idea. This is like one of the only guys that I wish got the Carlos Mencia treatment by Joe Rogan. Like he deserves to be bullied by a, a roided out <laughs> comedian in a club. He does. Yeah, it, it it's so true. I mean, it's like some of them are able to fully bypass it, but... For the most part, a lot of times they have to go out there and they can just not, you can't do it. It's just not how it works. I mean, as you can tell, he has no presence. Like, no. that'll get sniffed it's out. Wild. like uh, It gets sniffed out like drugs at the airport. As the COVID-19 pandemic set in, oh, Sears started claiming that uh. most of the people who die from the illness are deficient in vitamin D. Oh, oh my God. Boy. That PCR tests shouldn't <laughs> be used to diagnose COVID. Oh, yes. And that masks are, quote, face suffocators. Oh, this is so, <laughs> this is so good. Uh, face suffocators. <laughs> this is so, it's so, I mean, honestly, it's almost going to make COVID worth it. <laughs> 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 he also publicly endorsed Mickey Willis, the conspiracy theorist behind the Plandemic movies. Oh, the lowest of the low. <laughs> Suddenly, his ire was no longer directed at New Age spiritualists and life coaches like himself. He had found a new target, people like Travis View. What? <laughs> what? What? As fact checkers, we know it's dangerous for people not to have their intellectual hands held by us as we walk them into what to think. Does anyone fact check the fact checkers? Yes, but we censor them. In my personal life, I'm constantly telling people whether they're wrong or right. People love being around me. False. Mm, Incorrect. Wrong. We look forward to beginning to censor art as well because it's not factual, so it has no place in our world. The diversity of ideas is bad for society. It's better if we all think the same way. Probably be better if we all look the same way too. You know, kind of like Hitler's philosophy. <laughs> Except we call it fact checking. Oh my! What <laughs> kind of what? What just happened at the end? 
<laughs> he went from A to B to fucking hey, seven. Like, that was right. crazy. <laughs> really, you believe in an empirical reality, or then maybe you just want to kill all the Jews then. What kind of comedy video caps it with, you know, like Hitler? They call it fact check. I'm excuse me. I'm sorry. This video was not working for me just on its own laurels, and then you're just freaking in Nazism. But he's becoming more powerful. The yeah. sound quality is getting better. Mm-hmm. The, yes. the the shitty music in the background is like a little bit yeah. more mainstream. Some, he's doing yes. the zooms, yep. the little zooms to punctuate. The editing is getting snappier. He's knowing yes. when to edit. This is the, this is horrifying. It's yes. horrifying. <laughs> and, and and this is what we 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 see. This this is the this is what we see. Like uh, I, I we were just talking. I know we were just talking about this on another episode recently. But like Marjorie Taylor Greene, uh, she she looked like a, a lost. Pet that had been, uh, you know, <laughs> drug in from the rain uh, when she first posted this uh, Facebook video talking about QAnon. But embracing fascism has uh, made her stronger, more powerful. Now yeah. she sits on Congress. It's like I'm watching in real time. He's getting better. I'm sorry. It's better. Yeah. <laughs> the content is bad. The content is bad, but he's getting better at making the bad content. Totally. Yeah, true. yeah he's redder. And he's, and he's also bigger? really. He, he's really good at costumes now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah, he oh, clearly yeah. has hired a costume uh, person. I mean, obviously. The, yeah. the t- fucking glasses with tape yeah, on the it. Tape it's got tape on glasses. That's like from fucking 60s comedy. It still yeah. works, asshole. Name something from the 60s that isn't funny anymore. <laughs> uh, women? <laughs> <laughs> On his podcast, JP earnestly explained that the biggest conspiracy theory out there is that conspiracy theorists are conspiracy theorists at all because they don't believe the mainstream narrative. So the conspiracy theory, the biggest lie of them all is that these people are actually conspiracy theorists for believing all this stuff about COVID. This was undoubtedly in reaction to people calling him a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> I mean, it's he's going where the heat is. Suddenly, Sears was inviting dudes like Brian Rose of London Real on his podcast and praising his interviews with David Icke. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wait, so he's going like full lizard people? It is. I mean, it's, or he's it's, co-signing at least. Yes, he's saying like the, the conversations with David Icke were amazing. This guy Rose did like five interviews with David Icke and made a huge deal about it and got lots of views. I'm so sad. <laughs> this is this is happening at warp speed. Yeah, it really is. But that's but that's COVID, right? That's yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. You yeah, know, some people lost their minds from Trump. Other people lost their minds from COVID. Yeah, and this is it. Like it happens really rapidly. And JP somehow kept his throughout the whole thing. It's like when they try to fit like, uh, like, like when when they made Ray, like they try to fit Ray Charles's life into like two hours. You're like, you just don't have time. You just got to give me the hits. But this is like really happening in a couple of years. Yeah, it's genuinely like a fast forward uh, on a person's mind, just deteriorating. Yeah, yeah. So 
the mention of David Icke, the praise of him, was kind of weird because in 2017, he was mocking David Icke directly in a video skewering those who believe the Illuminati and reptilians control everything. Oh. So here's him mocking what he's basically endorsing just a few years later. I've done some research where I've analyzed pictures of Donald Trump under close scientific scrutiny. What did I find? He too has an eye. Then I overlaid a triangle on top of his eye. What did that show me? He's always sporting the Illuminati all-seeing eye. He's a crossbreed. He doesn't even know he's one of them. What's a crossbreed? Exactly! Once you take your blinders off and start learning about who the Illuminati are, guess what? You still don't know who they really are. There's more to them than meets the eye. There's actually a reptilian race behind the Illuminati. David Icke has proven there's a reptilian race driving the Illuminati through the undisputable fact that he believes it. I'm surprised they haven't killed him yet. See, the reptilians' main purpose is to enslave humankind because they feed off the power of having control over oppressed people. All the world leaders, Oscar-winning actors, Grammy-winning musicians are a part of it. They're all reptilian humanoids trying to enslave you. Bad. Yeah. Besides the content, he never looks at the camera. Yeah. He's looking at his script. Well, that's a script. That's he. Yeah, he's looking at the script, but he never realizes he should put the script near the camera (laughs) or look at the camera in between, like memorize some sentences or burn the script or burn the script. (laughs) He's in his bathtub with like a torn T-shirt. I guarantee you that bathtub got a lot better. That, there's no way it still has that handle in that bag. No way. It's no. He would no. He got taken to West Elm, okay, and got <laughs> yeah. some. Got a yeah. fancy basket, a couple of baskets, yeah. some nice soaps. He's got the waterfall shower now. Mm-hmm. You know what I think? You know what I'm starting to to get a picture of is that his, his content isn't good enough to make liberal people laugh. But it is, it is bad enough to make the content-starved conservatives who really have no comedians, yeah. uh, really, no, nobody all that, all that good, they're looking for anybody, you know, to be like, oh, oh yep. conservative and, and comedy? You got a YouTube channel? Oh, man, I'm in. I don't care if it's just you reading lines off of a computer paper uh, for 20 minutes. Like, I'm, I'm in. In your bathtub. <laughs> in your yeah. bathtub. It's the Stephen Baldwin theorem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when the pond when the pond gets too big, find a shittier, smaller one. When you suck so much, go find the small shit pond. Mm-hmm. By 2020, this version of J.P. Sears, which wasn't funny, but at least he fell on the right side of like the reptilian question, uh, was completely gone. Suddenly, he was all about freedom and self responsibility. He had free thought his way into becoming a conservative and moved from California to Texas just a year later. Oh, wow. Wow. There we go. In an article about his upcoming comedy show in Spokane, Washington, the Spokesman Review published an article explaining, There's a dearth of comics who appeal to conservatives. For every Dennis Miller, there are a myriad of Bill Maher's J.P. Sears, who will perform Friday through Sunday at Spokane Comedy Club, didn't intend to go that route, but his beliefs led him down that path. Sears, 40, will wax about vaccinations, politics, and marriage when he makes his Spokane debut this weekend. Oh, wow. God. It, it's Very so literally. conservative comedy. It doesn't matter if it's funny or not. They want yeah. the dumb points to be yeah. made. Yeah. Yeah, they just yeah. want you to wax about vaccinations. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, it's also like the fact that like Dennis Miller is still your most relevant comedian. Yeah. 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 I mean, how you it is how are you not finding one other? Yeah, Dave Rubin? <laughs> I mean, maybe like it's like I, how? Yeah. How are they still? If Dennis Miller's gonna be dead, and they're gonna be like, "Look, Dennis Miller." It's like when <laughs> it's like English people waiting for a Wimbledon champion. <laughs> In that article, Sears explains his new point of view. <laughs> I'm not smart enough for this to be a career move, but it's turned out to be great for my career. When COVID hit, I started realizing our freedoms are being taken away. Things are not happening to protect people's health. Our freedom was being taken away. I didn't realize that freedom is my number one value. Pro-freedom became a conservative movement. <laughs> Giving up freedom became a movement on the left. I was never political before, but I'm insanely behind freedom. I have conservative values. During the spring of 2020, me being pro-freedom caused some backlash. I realized if I spoke of my personal truth, I would possibly lose some of my audience, but I had to follow my heart and be true to myself. What happened is that my audience has grown exponentially since the majority of comics lean left. So a few comics are conservative, and I play to a niche audience. <laughs> niche audience. <laughs> yeah. He's such a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, I mean... It, it, I mean the freedoms it's like it's so dumb i'm pro freedom oh okay what a unique attitude i don't hear enough of that it's like niche audience while the room gets filled with hooting and hollering chuds who throw yeah. their money yeah. at you. it's i didn't realize that my that freedom is my number one value <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> what a dumb asshole. I know. It's so dumb. You know, uh, uh, it's so good. It's so good. You know what also fucking pisses me off about this quote is the use of the word personal truths. Mm. Truths are yeah. not personal. That's what's great about them. They are universal. You might not like it, but that's the truth. Anytime you get into the area of my truth versus your truth, you're just talking about opinions <laughs> oh that's you know, so true that's my truth that's my truth i think what's happening here is that this man is just being molded by the algorithm and being led around yeah. by the uh by yeah, the nose yeah. he doesn't even realize what's happening he thinks he's just sort of evolving naturally his views and de developing <laughs> new perspectives because of this covid but it really what's happening is that he's getting certain reactions when he says certain things and he's just doing more of that yeah, or he's just becoming yeah. smarter, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, the light's definitely gone on for sure. But that that is that is what that is like what happens. Like I, I've seen it with a few comedians I know where it's like if you're not succeeding in the you know, you get scared. You have to like you have to find your audience. And if your audience is pulling you in this direction, like he's saying, my audience grew exponentially. That's when he discovered that freedom was his number one issue. Yeah. <laughs> because that's that is what is happening. You are freaking out. You want more. You have to keep getting more and more and growing and growing. And I mean, where's the vacuum? Well, in the Dennis Miller sized hole in conservative comedy. <laughs> yeah. And once you've uh, waxed about vaccines, you've lost your liberal audience. There is yeah. no path back for you there. So all you can do is go deeper and deeper into the right. Right. Yeah. 
No, I mean it when I say Stephen Baldwin. Like, I don't think Stephen Baldwin believes in God. <laughs> and yet, he's at every fucking Christian event because he's a Baldwin. Like, he has no choice. That's it. That's where he can make the fucking cheddar. Yeah. You know, I had a, a strange revelation. They put season three of The Mole on uh, Netflix, and um, Stephen Baldwin is on it. And throughout the entire show, he wears a gigantic silver cross the entire time. It's like it's like his mainstay. I had no idea. By the way, Stephen, Stephen Baldwin loved being on The Mole so much that he asked to be back, and he's in the, the second Celebrity Mole season, uh, season four of the show, also with the cross. I believe he also has a shirt that says Jesus on it. So he was projecting pretty hard to that Christian audience. A little wow. bit of a foreshadowing, I so believe. Is the mole yeah. putting celebrities underground and making them dig their way out? <laughs> Please say yes. Please say yes. No, it, unfortunately, it is. it was a show that was hosted by Anderson Cooper oh. uh, that was like getting, uh, oh, I yeah, getting people right. to do like, uh, you know, weird espionage stuff. Like one of the people is trying to, you know, sabotage the rest of the reality TV contestants. Anderson Cooper being like, uh, just pretend you have CIA ties. <laughs> <laughs> pretend, <laughs> pretend you're a Vanderbilt. <laughs> Fuck. Sears was getting obsessed with media censorship too, of course, which he expressed in a video since taken down by YouTube called What It's Like to Believe Everything the Media Tells You. Oh, no. We're lucky. We're lucky that you have it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> We're blessed. <laughs> People are freaking out right now. Like they're tired of having their constitutional rights taken away with a mandatory stay at home orders. Cities are suing the California governors so their people can go back onto their beaches again. Idiots. Like I'll stay at home for the rest of my life if they tell me to. Who knows how to make the best choices for my health and my life? Definitely not me. So I'm more than happy to put my blind trust in power-hungry politicians and definitely uncorrupt groups like the World Health Organization. I think they know what's best for me because like, they know me better than I know me. The last thing you want is people to have the freedom to make their own choices and then experience the consequences of their choices. I think free will is a little bit of a sin. I don't think we should have it in the first place. Like, you wouldn't give a razor blade to a three-year-old because it wouldn't be in their best interest. So you shouldn't give freedom to people either. All these Americans that want their freedoms are just ungrateful. I say, if you don't like how things are going and you just want your freedom, then why don't you move to a free country like North Korea or Venezuela, you freaking heathens? Oh, I 100% buy into the narrative, they tell me. I think it's ludicrous some people don't 100% believe the narrative like it's the absolute truth. Why wouldn't you? Think about it. If you were in charge of a giant powerful business that pretends it's a charity like the World Health Organization, you wouldn't spend your time carefully crafting your message to manufacture consent with the public to get them to go along with your mysterious agenda that's in your best interest that you tell them is in their best interest. You'd probably just get up to the podium and have a spontaneous conversation and see what comes out of your mouth while you're riffing. I think that's what they're doing. I'm finally furious. He still doesn't look at camera, <laughs> but also does he know what doctors are? Yeah, they're masquerading. <laughs> it's insane. It's, I mean, literally the first third of that, his, if you just read it, you'd be like, oh, yeah, he's right. 
Like he's his sarcastic tone yeah. is what, but everything he's saying, he's like, I believe people should listen to doctors instead of themselves. Yeah. No. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I hate to take the side of the media, but in this case, I'm. It's like Gareth with Facebook. I'm gonna be forced to choose the Anderson Coopers of this world yeah. <laughs> over this dipshit. He also he's got like two Legos in front of him, no. like one no, no, no. one red Lego take and a, one blue Lego. Take and, a better take a better blue, peek. Red pill, blue yeah, pill. Yeah, no, yeah. He, but he's he, does, he never uses them in the video. They I'm pretty sure they're Legos or they're it's a Nyquil and a Dayquil, and yeah. uh, he never used them. They're Mike and Ice. Yeah, they're Mike. They're Mike yeah, and right. Ice. He's got the beautiful fucking sectional in the background. It's crazy. Yeah. It's he's crazy what. He's got, the in the nice, background. he's got the nice accent pillows, the fireplace. That, yeah, a fireplace that matches the sectional. He needs to buy a set because he can afford it of a shitty house. <laughs> it is so unrelated. Like, how are you watching this being like, yeah, this guy speaks for me. Yeah, he's an everyman. Look at those tiles. How do you make that much money on YouTube Still not look at the fucking camera and not fix that fucking hair. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's no more text that says bad hair day. No more text. <laughs> yeah. No more bad hair day text. Because he believes in himself now. Yeah, because he's got the he yeah, he's got the two accent chairs. And he's got the fucking he's got the beautiful, the beautiful portrait of his family. The background is beautifully blurred now instead of just like looking at at, at the mm -hmm. barren, the barren inside of his shower tub. Uh, yep. uh I mean that fire is, is aggravating. It sounds like like well, all he does is like read his like YouTube comments. They say things like "Don't trust doctors" or the CDC, and then he takes that and he says it sarcastically, like "Oh, I do everything doctors and the CDC tell me what to do." <laughs> and then he takes the revenue from that video and he buys himself a pool. Yeah, yeah. But what's, yeah. what's I mean, what's insane is like he's so much more um, like locked in in these videos. You, you, he didn't believe any of the self help bullshit he was peddling when we first saw him in no. his, his career because the content yeah. was shitty the, the the delivery was stilted you know here he is firing on all cylinders looking in the camera aside you know firing on all cylinders like this is what he really is yeah, yeah. maybe what he always was i think that the not looking at the camera is a choice that he makes because he wants it to feel like you're watching someone make a dumb argument so it doesn't feel like it's him making just the inverse of a dar uh, of a dumb argument in mm -hmm. his opinion but okay, he yeah. also, you'll notice his steroid use is starting to make his face red. He has veins yeah. popping out on his neck now. Uncomfortable yeah. to watch. And the vein on his arm is crazy. Well, I mean, you, but you guys are listening to what the doctors say. Yeah. <laughs> what his gut tells him to do is just keep juicing. <laughs> By 2021, Sears was sounding like if Ben Shapiro attempted comedy while experiencing roid rage. He started railing about woke men and cultural Marxism while wearing a blue and purple wig. Oh, good. He's going full Nazi. Great. <laughs> what is going on? He was also starting to defend capitalism like a good libertarian. Oh, oh God. God. Damn it. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> oh, look at we're just watching a Nazi be born. It's so cute. It's amazing. It's hatching. Are you ready for this? I don't know. Capitalism is so corrupt. No. <laughs> Reward people based on how hard they work? <laughs> well, some people don't like working hard, so it's unfair. Communism looks like a beautiful way of life. 
I'm jealous of the Chinese. Cats are too masculine for me. Learning what it is to be a man from men just perpetuates a patriarchy. It's gross. I think it makes more sense to learn how to be a man from women. I do watch The View. I no longer talk to my father or grandfather. I'm trying to distance myself from the patriarchy. Cultural Marxism isn't real. It's just a far-right extremist conspiracy theory. If you don't menstruate, you're completely infected with toxic masculinity. The nuclear family isn't that big of a deal. Being agreeable is what being a man is all about. Freedom is selfish. That's why I hate America. I was just reading the Communist Manifesto and there's some pretty good points in there. I wish this country was more like Venezuela. I think I'm gonna move to California. Oh, read about God. Can you say misinformation? I feel like I'm really good at creating safe spaces. Getting married, starting a family, raising kids? No. Have you no idea what that would do to the planet? We're right in the middle of a climate crisis right now. That's why I've been trying to keep my testosterone levels low enough, so even if I wanted to, I wouldn't be able to get a woman pregnant. I've been trying to get pregnant though, but I'm having trouble. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me. Question, I thought you said you didn't want to bring children in this world. No, I don't. I just want to get pregnant so I can have an abortion. I really want an abortion. I, 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 I think I'm going to have to take off. Guys, it's been a uh, It's so cute to watch our little baby bird start to fly. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. He's lost it. He's like delivering this entire video while like leaning on a pile of opened Amazon boxes in a, gi <laughs> in a gigantic fucking That's his garage. That's version of like a, yeah, right. a dirty communist hobo type. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, the shot that makes me the most angry, I think, is when he has the life jacket on because... It makes no sense, but he's doing so well that he probably was like, this would be funny. And someone's like, that's great. <laughs> because they're so dumb, these liberals. They're scared of drowning. They're, they need safety so bad that they're going to wear all the safety stuff, even though it doesn't make sense. Yeah. So he now, it, ha he now has someone shooting him and editing the videos. He's not doing any of that I anymore. wish someone was shooting him. <laughs> <laughs> he's tied up his shirt no. in this to reveal his wonderfully toned midriff. Yeah. yeah. Once again, yeah. still obsessed with his body. Couldn't see the logo on the tires, but pretty sure that's a pristine BMW parked in the garage behind him. Yeah. Yeah, that was a really nice car, which he <laughs> was trying to hide behind his Amazon boxes because he's a hobo. There was also, he was leaning on a on an opened box that said sensory shapes and something like, what the fuck? I'm not sure why he did this, but I think he wanted a lollipop but didn't have one. So he took a, a French fry, like a pool French fry, and cut it. So it's just a segment of it and just put it on a stick and is just kind of twirling it around during the... It's like, <laughs> it's just fucking incomprehensible. He's wearing a thong over like, over like boxers. I don't even... It's, it's so painful to watch. It's, it, it's it's impossible. It is. It's. It, it, I mean, <laughs> it's impossible, and it's getting more popular. Yeah. Oh no, he's. This is. These videos are now like in the millions. Like on on all oh, the videos where he does oh this exact kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's bigger so and bigger. Bad. It's. It's so. I want to just do bad. it. I'm gonna make the pivot. I'm just gonna <laughs> yeah. start doing it. Be like, man, I lived in the fucking liberal bubble for a while. Let me tell you, this is better. We need trucks that make smoke, and we need to have a bunch of fucking kids. These liberals don't get it. I'm gonna bite through this cow's torso. Uh, that this video, I, guys, I just looked up this video on YouTube. What woke men don't, are like. It it has eight. It. 
It has it has hundred and forty four thousand views. Jesus it has eight hundred, almost a million views. It has sixty three thousand likes, no dislikes. Oh my! There God. are no dislikes. Oh my! No, di- please just dislike. They took it off the dislike. They don't show them anymore. Oh wow! Well, I thought he believed in freedom. Well, no, he didn't take them off. YouTube eliminated them. Uh, it's absolutely fucking incredible that you, you know now that you live through it and you realize oh. Nazis were just fucking dumb. They're all just so fucking dumb. Like yeah. that's that's the that's the yeah. root and the base of their beliefs is just being really not fucking smart. It's just dumb. Hitler nowadays would just be like, "I'm gonna do a video of like things that Jews say." Yeah, <laughs> yes. that's, he would be this yes. guy. Yeah. Top comment on that video, by the way, says it has 633 uh, likes. And the comment is, I asked a doctor when he thinks COVID will end. And he said, how should I know? I'm not a politician. All right. So I'm going to take off. It's nice, nice seeing you really. guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, Dave. All right, Dave and I are out. Sorry it took me so long to leave. Really, really. Thank you, guys. Really bad. Happy 200. you guys. Happy 200. <laughs> I think one of the. Yeah. No, it's been a nightmare. <laughs> Welcome to the show. I, I think this is a particularly weird video because in the past, Sears has basically supported gay marriage, women's right to choose. He's criticized various aspects of consumerism, and he's made fun of guys who were obsessed with coming across as masculine. And he's just the exact opposite now. So do we think that he he originally believed that? Or do we think that he sort of stumbled into an audience and now these are his true beliefs? These do feel like yes. far yes. more I've... emotional content. And he's... Yes. 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 Yeah. I, I so think this so. is what he always was. Yeah, I think so. I think he's hiding stuff with his smile. <laughs> I think that all the therapy and the coaching and all that shit, it's exactly that. The smile was fake the whole time. The talk was just to look good and nice. And what's really bubbling under the surface is deep resentment and rage for everything going around you while you're getting wealthy and successful. Yeah. You are just so fucking bitter. A guy who should be every day wake up and go, God, this is awesome. I am fucking talentless and ugly and roided out, and I am so fucking successful right now. It's crazy. And look at these tiles. Yeah, but Dave, you're wrong because Michaela comments, OMG, we have comedy back, question mark, exclamation point. <laughs> this, this is gold. I feel like I'm in 2009 again when people weren't offended by literally everything. I'm going to start a new podcast and it's going to be called Finding Michaela. (laughs) But it's like a hit team. But it's just, it's me and those Swedish construction men finding Michaela. (laughs) With attack geese. Yeah, with geese in our arms. The inability for people to not understand that they just now everybody has a voice and they hear it as opposed to you didn't hear it before you, they just, you just didn't yeah. hear everybody's voice. So now you do. And they're like, it's canceled. Yeah. Everybody's being offended. Those people have always fucking been there. Now you just hear them. That's the whole fucking thing. It's all it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm just wondering at this point in his career, like who the fuck would watch this and be like, Hey, I'd love for you to become my life coach. Jesus How could Christ. I end up? <laughs> Dressing Is this that way. still happening? No, he quit it, but it's like, oh, that's like okay. supposed to be the foundation of his comedy is that he's a helpful, nice guy. And it's like, all you see is this the, like, bulbous rage monster. Ugh. I mean, imagine if you hired him as your life coach and you saw, I think that's my life coach. Yeah, that's my life. That, that guy used to give me advice. That guy used to tell me how to smile. In his testimonial video, he has a blonde, young, 
pregnant woman talking about how nice and great he is and how he helped her turn her life around. Imagine her watching this now. I mean, just... Oh, Jesus. He's, he's truly monster. By the way, we skimmed over the fact that he did a TED Talk. We just yep. let that go. We did. Well, mm-hmm. we, Dave, to be fair, we're getting a lot of balls thrown our way. <laughs> he did a fucking TED Talk. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's not okay. I can put the video back on the list if you want. No, it's... No, I, I just... <laughs> <laughs> it's endless. Uh, so also, I took a look at his merch website now, and I mean, it's like Steven Crowder kind of stuff, but uh, I thought we could uh, go through the t-shirts and uh, just read them out. So go ahead, you guys. You want to take turns? Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh, well, we've start with legalized freedom. Can we... Can, okay, let, let's give him that. Yeah. Let's actually finally legalize freedom in this country. I would like that Please. to happen, too. That's Especially true. for white guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The most depressed group. Okay. So, of course, he's got uh, Let's Go Brandon, but the next one. By the way, on sale, <laughs> not selling as many as <laughs> <laughs> uh, The next one is the one that, uh, oh, God, I'm looking at other ones. Uh, legalized comedy. It, yeah. It- <laughs> legalized <laughs> comedy is. Yeah. I want to. I'm going to hunt this person down. And <laughs> you guys, everybody fucking knew where this was going to go when you invited me on. You knew that this guy would become my enemy and one of us has to live. That's all this is. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, he's somehow the shadow self of the shadow self. Legalized comedy. Yeah, no, those shadows are there. Fucking, That's right. please, who, somebody. Who has been, who has been canceled? And who? Louis C.K. was at the fucking improv two weeks ago. Who the fuck is not doing... Chappelle gets fucking millions of fucking dollars. Dave, Dave, Dave. That happened because he got this shirt out there, asshole. Louis's not at the improv without that shirt. This fucking cunt is making millions of dollars and has millions of viewers and he's fucking complaining. He's terrible at comedy. He's complaining. Dave, Dave, he legalized it, you motherfucker. Did you remember when you couldn't do it five years ago? God, you fucking lefties. The next shirt is the uh, no smoking Fauci. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, no Fauci shirt. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yep. Oh, God. They really. Read it. They stop. Read it. I don't want. You will. Oh, in the Black Lives Matter font, we have fetal lives matter. God <laughs> damn it. God <laughs> fucking damn it. Uh, well, I can't even read this next. Oh, God. I can. Oh, my God. Pro-gun anti-idiot. For the girls. Sign the, <laughs> sign the, the ladies. For the ladies, we got something special in the women's apparel. Pro-gun <laughs> anti-idiot. <laughs> women. Oh. Uh, oh, God. Followed by defund the deep state. That's mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> just. Yeah. It's just, it's really, uh, we're on tilt. <laughs> one last shirt. Uh, David. Another, this one's also for the women. Yeah, it's you a lady's shirt. You get two shirt. ladies. Uh, so it, it has two colors. It's, it's socialist media. Ist is in blue. Everything else is in white. So it's the social media, socialist media. It's really clever. Yep. Yeah. No, those big, it's really uh, those clever. big. Those big corporations that uh, only care about the profit margin? Socialist? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and especially Facebook. Facebook, all Facebook does is promote socialist just propaganda. Yeah, they love it. 
They love it. They love it when people unionize. They are so left wing. He hates big tech, the place that got him his yard and house. (laughs) Insane. And sectional and chairs and And his sectionals and his kitchen islands. Yeah. Meticulous mirrored tiles. Without YouTube, he couldn't baptize his dog in a Pope helmet like a weird guy. (laughs) True. (laughs) Oh, yeah. He's not selling. Weird uh, AF no. anymore. It's gone. No, that's gone. Sorry. No more weirdness. No. Now it's just pure anger. Yeah, nothing weird about being a Nazi, Dave, okay? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> nothing weird about that. Not letting his freak flag fly on that. No, no. no. Uh, <laughs> so, unsurprisingly, right-wing media outlets took notice of him now, and three days ago, The Federalist published an article entitled <sighs> covid pumped YouTuber J.P. Sears' career, and he hasn't peaked yet. So... Oh, we're all sad. I think... I think... Uh, Gareth, if you would uh, if you would read us this wonderful Federalist piece. Oh, gosh. Well, um, to be fair, I've already read all the articles from the past few days, but I'll read this one out loud for y'all. <laughs> uh, the title is A Gateway Drug to the Right. Yum. The fishnet-stockinged, well-endowed Gen X waitress and the trigger warning on the club's background screen reinforced the generally left leanings of even this non-coastal comedy venue. But right-winger Sears filled the place to the fire marshal's limit multiple nights in a row with patrons who bought plenty of beer and hard sodas to pay its overhead. Sears brought them in from watching his videos alone on their phones to eyeballing each other and a new scene. The roughly even mix of boomers, Gen Xers, and millennials laughed instead of cringed, as I did, (laughs) at Sears' R-rated sex jokes and were indistinguishable in appearance from the crowd at a Donald Trump rally. (laughs) Sorry, I'm going to, let me take a barf break. The evening's vibes suggest Sears may be a gateway drug for the kind of people who get tattoos identifying with the political right in the same way as Trump, lockdowns, and America's general immerseration under unchecked democratic rule. Immiseration. It's clear... Immiseration. That's fine. I'm good at this. (laughs) It's clear from his stand-up, videos, history, and a few interviews that, like many Americans under one-party rule, Sears is still working out what it means to identify with the political right. With the Supreme Court returning abortion policy, you know it's funny you're doing well in your comedy yeah. write-up when they talk about the Supreme Court's overturning <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> With the Supreme Court returning abortion policy back to the states, for example, Sears released a non-satire video explaining that he used to support abortion, but he has moderated into supporting limits after 15 weeks of gestation. It's a stance pretty well in line with middle America's current views, but not tolerated among the ruling class. Holy shit. (laughs) You know you've made it when they write about you in The Federalist as a comedian. Oh, my God. And just like the, to the fire marshal, like the fire marshals, they're like, all right, everyone, come on. I mean, like, what is peaking for them? Is it it just going up and earnestly talking about how great the free market economy is and how amazing God is and just sermonizing? Like, what is... What is the peak if we're not there yet? Ugh. Yeah, I, I, I just, I like it is a ama- like, I, I just can't imagine. I mean, I guess both sides have gripes, but for you to feel like the, to feel like proud of this country right now is so foreign to me. Like to be like, come on, this is America. It's so bizarre. Yeah, it's just very. It's. 
It's it's quite a time. Are you ready We're for uh, the NFTs? No. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, oh it's it's not what? just NFTs. These are NFTs created by a right-wing pro-libertarian children's book and animated series called The Tuttle Twins, who he voiced a character oh for. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, oh, no. God. No. So, in the conversation with the creators, J.P. Sears seems like he's properly converted to Christianity now, as he mentions God frequently, and uh, some of his other beliefs have shifted, too. Once upon a time, J.P. Sears had mocked crypto, but here he was helping them shill their crappy NFTs based on a libertarian propaganda children's show. We love what you're doing, and thank you so much to all of you that have that have bought those. And it's really cool because the, those first, those first, is it those that buy ten that get yeah, the, the? If you buy the, the ten pack, you'll you'll get those exclusive Derek um, NFTs that are that are the J.P. Sears edition. Yep. Yep. Um, the other, the other thing is, uh, I mean, yeah. To my knowledge, there's there's no other company out there doing this. Um, yeah. This is this is totally, uh, it's innovative. There's nobody selling frames of animation. Um, Angel is building out right now a way for view, families to view it through the app. Where yeah. if, at any time you pause, you will see who owns that frame. Yeah. So it's not not only a way of like sponsoring the show, but also like, hey. Oh man, I love this part of the episode. You pause. Oh, I'm gonna contact this person. <laughs> and you and you can pick your username and your image and all that kind of stuff in case you know privacy is, is a concern at all. But yes, but just exactly as Johnny said, at any point you can look and see who owns that portion of the show. Yeah, it's so cool. Make an and, offer, buy it from him. And they're asking when they can sell their NFTs. Great question. So at the end of March, Angel's going to be rolling out a trading platform. A trading platform. So all the NFTs you have in your wallet, you can if you if you missed out on the Grandma Teeping Stalin. Um, and you want that one? <laughs> it's very pertinent, very relevant. Yes. Um, yeah, you can uh, you can you can trade for that. You can and you can sell your NFTs. And um, we're going to be rolling out some cool features where if you can collect, let's say say across episodes, uh, different scenes with founding fathers, you can get a founding father exclusive NFT when you collect them all, or Grandma Gabby, or the Second Amendment, things like that. Um, so there, there'll be some fun surprises that we'll be rolling out and developing with Angel as we go along. Wow, they're terrible at podcasting, and he's Insanely just a bad. terrible thing. Of course he got into NFTs. What, I, what yeah. the fuck did we think was going to happen? Like, he, it's just... It, it, it's just, I, I can't believe we, this guy is only, it's you're right, lie. he's only getting started. He, yeah, he's no, just he's only beginning. Yeah, We're yeah. going to have to deal with him for a yeah. while. President yeah, I will Sears. Say, mm-hmm. His shows this week at uh, the comic club he's at in Texas, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six shows, not sold out yet. So, oh, that's wow, good. But it's a very big club. It's a very big club. What is it? Cap City. Oh, yeah. Wow. Six shows. Wow. Six yep. shows at Cap City. Gareth is really considering the shift now. <laughs> uh, hey, look, it's uh, I love Cap City. I mean, I you know, it's uh, a hard place to sell out, but it seems like I, I, it, my favorite part of that clip is how he didn't talk, and obviously, <laughs> as we all responded to, there's 250 NFTs left for sale, and the question is already be fl- being floated: How do I sell this shit? <laughs> <laughs> hey, how do I unload mine? Can you make it 251? Yeah. I thought this was an investment. Uh, is this some sort of pyramid scheme? I, I yeah. don't like this. <laughs> Ima- imagine, though, even, even like, strip this of the right-wing bullshit. Imagine being a parent of a child, and you're buying NFTs for your child's TV show. It's just... <laughs> it's crazy. Ah, my Dora yeah. the Explorer NFTs are doing great! I also like that 
that you guys are now in darkness over there. Like, it's feeling like the oh, darker the story really gets, the more that so, you guys have just sort of gone. Like, I don't know how I'm going to go back to my family <laughs> after this. Like, it's going to it's gonna be it's gonna be like, yeah. oh, oh, Jake's had a bad day at work. Everybody just leave him alone for a couple hours, you know. I'm so sorry. Show, I babe. designed this to be an hour-long episode. It's already past two hours recording. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. What, how do, what do you expect? How come we can't shut the fuck up? The crazy, no, the crazy thing is, is that gone are the days where you have to strike out in front of uh, an open mic crew. You know, you have to work on your craft. You have to work on your set. You have to figure out which bits work. That's gone. All you yeah. have to do is pander to a certain audience, get famous on YouTube, and now you're selling out, you know, or you're you're playing six nights at like a huge comedy club, having never had to actually do stand-up comedy or learn what that is. Jake's, I mean, uh, Jake's bit on the Kardashians coming up. No, I'm not. I'm not on that show. <laughs> I'm not on any of the shows. I, I, I just, it's like, I have so many friends like who, who are comedians who I've watched struggle and struggle and perfect their sets and, and, strike out and then start to get a little bit better and then start to get good with audience interaction and just, you know, watch all the work and all the time that gets put into it. And now none of that means anything because it's like, oh, well, you could just develop a popular YouTube audience like, you know, basically parroting like, you know, neo-Nazi content and and you'll get you'll get your fucking headliner. You'll get the headliner and, and the merch. Oh, God, it's just like... In February of 2021, <sighs> Sears spoke at the Health Freedom Summit, an anti anti-mask, anti-vax, pro-homeschooling gathering. Sure, of course. In September of 2021, J.P. Sears was one of the speakers at Republican Congressman Dan Crenshaw's Crenshaw Youth Summit alongside oh. Dave Rubin, Tony Robbins, Ben Shapiro, and Megyn Kelly. T-shirts being sold there included one that said socialism distancing and another stating virginity rocks. Oh my yeah. god. Oh, virginity god. rocks the just mean that it's just endless <laughs> anal. That's all that means. Yeah. <laughs> The crowd was composed mainly of 14 to 24-year-olds. Oh, my God. Uh, the youth is loving it. The youth is loving it. And he's got a career forever. In January of 2022, J.P. Sears was the MC of an anti-vaccine rally in Washington, D.C. that included longtime anti-vax activist Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Sears' comedy is steadily becoming indistinguishable from far-right GOP talking points and even, you know, further right than that. Less than a year ago, he put out a video asking, the left is normalizing pedophiles? Good evening. God damn it. Is it insensitive to pedophiles to call them pedophiles? Of course it is, because now the left is trying to normalize pedophilia. Welcome to our special report on minor attracted people. I literally want to throw up in my mouth right now. I have to act like it's normal to normalize pedophilia in my life. Do you know how much it is to buy your soul back once you've sold it? Good fucking question, yeah. dude. Good question, JP. <laughs> really good question. I don't know. Maybe YouTube, maybe you've got enough money to buy your soul back from all of your ad clicks. Insane. His oh love God. for wearing women's swimsuits has also evolved into full transphobic videos. Oh, good. This is maybe one of his worst. I first learned how to swim when I was seven years old at Boy Scout camp. What might surprise you is, I was actually a really slow swimmer at first and stayed a really slow swimmer through the first couple years of my collegiate career. Then I turned 23 and all of a sudden, I'm the best swimmer in the women's division. And I can't track exactly what changed. 
guess I'm just a late bloomer. Because swimming's been such a big part of my life for so long, it's where my happiness comes from. You can't have happiness without penis. Hmm. I've never noticed that before. With being the best at something, you always get haters. Like, I don't understand what this controversy is all about. I guess people just don't like it when they see a woman succeeding. I compete in three different strokes. Freestyle, the butterfly, and the backstroke. You gotta be in the pool for hours each day. It's the only way to become the best. I guess I must have drank a lot of water on that lap. Yeah, it's not all easy. Some of the other ladies don't feel comfortable being in the same locker room as me. I'm appalled. I, I just don't understand why. Like, is this because I identify as black? Oh, <laughs> I mean, this one like really because I was joking earlier about him buying himself a pool with this horrendous content. Yeah, and here he is actually mm -hmm. saying hor just being really horrifying and then swimming in this gorgeous pool bought himself with his horrifying content. Mm -hmm. He he also has a whole comedic beat where he hides his penis with his hands because he's wearing a woman's swimsuit, of course, and then reveals it. And, and that's supposed well, uh, to make you be like, wow, man, point made. Well, maybe you don't get comedy, but that's like a really great physical yeah. comedy bit because he's not. I guess I have to explain this. He's not a woman. He's yeah. He ah, that's right. What, that's he has the, a penis. That's the bit. So, yeah, that's the bit. You guys Gareth. not get that? It's like yeah. the nah, it's like the happiness. I, I, his later stuff is kind of a little heady, so I have a little. <laughs> trouble keeping up with I like the early. I like the early stuff. He also did. He have to. I didn't catch it, but how did he spell happiness to get penis? In, I don't know. P P it's just uh, wouldn't it be pinness? Yeah, it's pinness. Yeah, no, he's not a good okay. speller. He mixes up his yeah, words. It's no. funny because because okay. libs funny. can't spell. They can't spell. It's great. Do people do people not know that attacks on trans people was a part of Nazi Germany? That that's yeah. Oh, of course. Like it's all that was just the, the same. They were, Cultural Marxism comes from Judeo Bolshevism, which was a yeah. fucking Nazi line. Yeah. No. It's yeah. all the same crap over and over. This video has nearly 5 million views on YouTube. Oh, oh my, my God. God, it's so fucking dumb. Even if you believe this shit, it's fucking bad, dumb yeah. comedy. It's dumb. Yep. It's bad. Mm -hmm. JP Sears has about 2.7 million subscribers on YouTube. Holy <sighs> shit. In the last few God months, JP Sears' content has grown increasingly unhinged. He's been ranting a lot about the elites, people being sheep, and is now talking about satanic forces at work. What? Hi, I changed my mind about evil. I, I was wrong, and I'm gonna tell you why. Oh, and this won't be a comedy video. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I think it's more important than that. I used to think evil was just some abstract concept, mostly an exaggerated word. But I changed my mind. Now I think evil is very real. I think the presence of Satan in our world acting through corrupt humans is clear as day. And I think the past two years have made that incredibly clear. In fact, with what's going on in our world, I firmly believe it's spiritual warfare. Now, as dark as the evil is, I think there's absolutely something you and I can both do about it. 
And to be honest with you, I think that good has a much better shot at winning than evil does. And in this video, I'll tell you why I think that and also share with you at the end of the video five things that you can do to ensure evil is defeated and that good wins. What the fuck? I mean, how, <laughs> how it, it, it's like now he's he's got five tips on how to stop evil. Yeah. <laughs> with like turquoise like font appearing on the screen like five five yeah. tips to get rid of uh Beelzebub after he uh you know sneaks through a portal in your backyard five ways to put the devil back to hell <laughs> yeah he he explains later in the video too that evil controls every level government the media all YouTube? The, CD, the CDC, yes, YouTube, yes, he lists the... You know what this video yeah. has in common with all the others? And I don't know why he had to say it. It's not a comedy video. Yeah, it's not funny. <laughs> well, then he cried. I'm thinking yeah. back to the very first video of yeah. him on the shitty park bench with, like, people wanting him to be out of the way so that they can plot, you know, their footpath. The editing sucks, and he's worried about how his hair looks, and, and now look at where he is now. His own gym. His own gym. Honestly, just do yourself a favor when you get a chance and scroll back to the, the skinny image of him. It's, it's amazing. Uh, At the top of this dock. Yeah. This is wild. Yeah. I'm so... That's... I'm he's become, so... Um, he's become a monster. Yeah, I was about to say, he's got Soros in the background. Yep. Yeah. On he's that got video... The, He's got the um uh what's that guy that they're obsessed with the uh World Economic Forum and uh Oh yeah. Yeah. It's all Alex Jones talking points essentially and this video is brought to you by a line of EMF blocking products that are sponsoring him. Oh. So uh. he's basically Alex Jones at this point doing sketch comedy and um yeah, he has he has videos now where he'll just react to stuff. So he'll be like, "This sucks." To like CNN criticizing Ron DeSantis and Carrie Lake. He has spoken twice at Carrie Lake's actual political rallies. Um, he is bitching about the gender curriculum in schools. He is cheering on Tucker Carlson's latest epic rant against the Green New Deal, and uh, he's basically making MAGA propaganda about how the FBI won't come to your house if you have BLM signs. And uh, if you just yell that January 6th was actually uh, a bad thing. So he's fully on board with that. So two professional comedians here. Final review of J.P. Sears' comedic chops. Dave, Gareth? I mean, I've been... I just, I think I'm I a, just, if you go back and listen, I think I, I put a couple opinions in the episode. <laughs> um, it, uh, he's he's it broken. Is, there's two parts. One, obviously... He's horrible. He's not funny. There's no like, he's not even, he's not remotely charismatic. I mean, he's fucking annoying. Right. He's just annoying. It's just like, like we've said in a couple different ways. He's there, he's their side, you know? So that's why, like, that's how you get Clint Eastwood speaking at a, the RNC to an empty chair. Like he's, you know, that's, he's all they've, they've got. So, but also he's so popular. So it's like, God damn it. It's dog shit but so many more people are eating his dog shit yep i'm gonna have some wine tonight Dave? yeah i'm gonna shit blood but uh <laughs> uh it's it, it's it's a, a, a just a beautiful example of how easy it is to grift the right it is so fucking easy I'm actually surprised more comedians who are struggling haven't just gone, fuck it, 
I'll just do these kind of dumbass videos and make money. Yeah. Like it's very surprising. And it's always been this way. The right just doesn't have funny people. I don't know what it uh, is. Dennis I mean, Miller. Dennis Miller. There, so, excuse <laughs> me, sir. There's been there's been some comedians over over the years who have been right leaning, but they don't they just talk about, you know, life stuff. They don't go into the politics of it. It's like when they just do politics and then it's like you don't even need to be funny. They just want to hear someone parrot their dumb fucking views. And because someone's making a crazy face or wearing a fucking tie with no shirt on, they're like, man, it's comedy. It's not fucking comedy. There's nothing remotely comedy about this. It's just garbage. So that's a good review of our podcast. Uh, <laughs> and that is a review of all 200 episodes until now. And I think this was a perfect, unrelenting barrage of psychic pain from a man who went from new age grifter to full right-wing conspiracy theorist in just a few years. Happy birthday, QAA. <laughs> and here's to 200 more, Jake. I thought, <laughs> thought that... Um, you guys are so going to get killed before that. I thought that... Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I thought that our 200th episode was going to be fun. And you were like, <laughs> and you were like, you were like, oh, man, we'll get we'll get the dollop guys, Gareth and Dave. Like, they're amazing. We like it's going to be so much. Oh, it's going to be awesome. 200 celebrate. But I guess this is appropriate because inevitably, anytime we set out to have any kind of good time on this show, it always ends it always ends in just like soul sucking uh, 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 like uh, happiness crushing realization uh, that we can do almost almost nothing to stop this and no, like right like, nothing like we said it's like this guy is just getting his start he's just fine you know yeah. what Fuck it. He's going to end up in Congress in two years. Like, why the fuck not? You know? Why not? Why not? Absolutely. Like, this, this guy, guy will, will absolutely run. absolutely run for office. He'll run. Yeah. He'll run. He'll yeah. run. And he'll do it. And he'll, he'll win. win. And he'll win. It sounds like you're fantasizing about hunting him. And people will be like, oh, it's so amazing to have, like, a comedian in politics. Like, this is what this is what politics, like, need, desperately needed. Like, finally, a breath of fresh air. That's going to be his fucking slogan. It's going to be like, J.P. Sears, a breath of fresh air. Vote yeah. Sears Hitler 2027. <laughs> like, like it's, it's just, it's going to be, they, they've, they've, I guess, innovated uh, having an election in an odd year. I, yeah, the, why not? <laughs> yeah, why not? Why not? An election every year. Election every oh. year. He has a podcast. He uh, has. Yeah. No. Yes. Awaken, Awaken with, with JP. Oh. Absolutely. Awaken uh. with JP. Oh, he sure oh, does. No. Oh, he sure does. <laughs> well, Gareth, I hope this was a great first time on our podcast and. Uh, <laughs> Dave, That's third and last great. time. I mean, you know, I'm sure it was good. Uh, glad to, to have you guys with us. And uh, thanks uh, to the listener, obviously, for listening to another episode of our wonderful podcast. Um, guys, plug uh, plug the dollop, plug any, you know, whatever you guys are doing. Uh, Maybe you have, like, uh, a place that you go to with about seven, 800 people, like an amphitheater maybe, where you're <laughs> just kind of waxing about vaccines or something like that. Yeah, yeah. We call it uh, Wax and Vax. And uh, we're doing that tour in the fall. Yeah. Uh, we will be on tour in the fall playing venues that JP dwarfs. Uh, we will be, you can go to dollopodcast.com. That's in uh, October. Columbus, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Grand Rapids, Royal Oak, Nashville, Louisville, St. Louis, Indianapolis, Kansas City. 
Oh, you are making us look like shit. That's like every city where people were like, why the fuck aren't you showing up here? <laughs> no, we're, that's, no that's, that's actually, we're doing it in response. But most of our tours yeah. are response to other people's tours. That's right. They're going on the Dollops Fuck You Tour. Uh, and then we have a virtual show uh, September 8th uh, with Moment House. You can go to... Uh, you can go to uh, dollapodcast.com, the website, or you can go to uh, Moment House. And then I personally am on the road doing stand-up. You can go to garethreynolds.com. September 20th, I'll be in Portland, 22nd in Seattle, and the 23rd in Vancouver. And I'm recording all those shows to put out something, so I'm trying to get people there. But there are other shows, and that's garethreynolds.com. And thank you for having me. I'm going to go uh, eat my throw up. <laughs> and then and then I have another podcast called The West Wing Thing I do with Josh Olson where we mm-hmm. listen uh, watch the West Wing and then tear it apart for its dumbass fucking politics. Dave is now yeah. a fan of the West Wing just from having experienced this. He's like, you <laughs> know what? Yeah. Totally this the best wing. The West Wing. In is comparison, so yeah, that the, shit is amazing. Yeah, the next amazing. episode he's gonna be like, you know what? <laughs> I'll tell you. At least that Sorkin knows how to spell happiness. Oh, oh man. Uh, well, you can't spell Dave and Gareth without penis. And yeah, uh, thank you. Very true. Yeah, thanks so much, guys. And uh, big fan of the dollop. Uh, definitely go check it out if you haven't already, uh, QA listeners. And uh, I guess I will have um, Dave take us out with our, our final line. Uh, hi, I'm Dave Anthony. Thanks for listening to another episode no, of no, QAnon no, no. Anonymous <laughs> Podcast. the last one and no more name. No more name. Dave and Gareth, time for your plugs. For everything else, <laughs> Dave, 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 it's both. QAnonymous.com. I'm not done! <laughs> Listener, until next week, may the deep dish bless you and keep you. Hi, I'm Dave Anthony. No. <laughs> It's not a conspiracy, it's fact. And now, today's auto cue. What's up, freedom lovers? How y'all doing? Hi, I'm J.P. Sears. I'm allergic to communism, censorship, tyrants, propaganda, and those are medical conditions, so please keep them all away from me. I insist. Uh, (laughs) What's up, my friends? I'm just gonna pull up the chat here. And uh, hey, I reason why I'm here, I just wanted to drop in and connect with you beautiful, freedom-loving people, because I haven't done a live here on YouTube for a little while. So um, I am, I just wanna connect with you, get to some of your questions, share, share a little. Uh, <laughs> Where do you start in the world we live in?